0: You're listening to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. You've read the stories of the drivers and others involved in the sport that we all love. Now hear their stories firsthand via our all-new podcast to find out how their passion for motorsports has made life worth living. So on Thanksgiving, you watched my Bears
1: I did, I did. Were you pulling for them? I was. I actually did pick Bears.
0: Okay, Okay. see, I appreciate that.
1: I actually won all three games
0: we oh. lost two
1: games for the
0: whole that didn't well. Oh, so what you're saying is I should take you to Vegas and do the book.
1: Uh, only this week because seven, uh, the last seven weeks prior to that, I was
0: going to do that. Oh. So, yeah, now I know one thing. I'm not picking against the Colts or the Texans because they
1: The Texans did not start off very strong this time.
0: This is not a football show.
1: Sorry. We love we,
0: like <laughs> you know, we love all sports. We just, whenever we get a chance to poly, we talk a little bit about the balls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Welcome back to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. That is the lovely and talented Lily, Miss Ellen Richardson, and I am Chris Tater-Young. By the way, happy Thanksgiving.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Well, late. Um, it's Belated. after Thanksgiving, but that's all right. Yeah, what did you, we...
0: guys, what'd you guys do for Turkey Day?
1: Uh, went to my parents. ate A bunch of food.
0: Right. What was your favorite?
1: Uh, oh, my mom actually had something new this year that looked a lot like, um, oh. yeah.
0: Chicken casserole? No. Well,
1: oh. I wish. No. <laughs> Uh, it looked a lot like a Greek dish, you know, the one that's got the uh,
0: I can't even say
1: no, the the phyllo dough and all that stuff.
0: Oh, uh, uh, baklava.
1: Yeah, thank you. It looked oh. like baklava, but actually it had spinach in it.
0: Really good. Oh, so it was a spanakopita.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Was that right? Please. Oh God, if I got that right, my mama's oh, gonna be so happy. That's what
1: it was. It was supposed to be the spanakopita, but it actually had broccoli cheese in it. That's what it had. Oh. Yeah, it was very interesting. That's. It was very interesting. It was yummy.
0: So when I, think I three pieces of it. Wait a minute, hang on. Where's your mama from? Uh
1: my mom is from North Carolina. Well, originally born in Virginia, but
0: But and she's making Spanakopita?
1: Uh she actually got it frozen somewhere.
0: Oh, okay. All right, okay. Because you know where I was gonna go with that.
1: <laughs> she's not Greek.
0: Mama's dating a Greek man
1: now. Oh sh- no, mama's That's been married to the same man for many years. Don't mean she, she can't be dating
0: no Greek man. <laughs> Aristotle Nassis took Jackie O from Robert. Richard one of the Kennedy. Who's the one who got shot? <laughs> JFK. Oh, both of them, JFK. JFK. Sorry. My my uncle Tyrone is listening. To this is beating <laughs> his face right now cuz he's like my nephew is stupid and I gave him <laughs> I gave him. Didn't I'd have to buy it this time. He gave me moonshine at Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, that was nice. That's a, that's my kind of Thanksgiving. That was I nice. That party.
0: And and you know, it I was so thankful for for everything this year. Um family, friends, yes. Friends, um, But more importantly than that, I was thankful for the fact that you were able to get not one, but two, two world champions.
1: Mm-hmm. Two NHRA world champions. Two new NHRA right. world
0: champions. Yeah, so tell me so, about that. A... <laughs> who we got today?
1: Oh, we got two very, very talented young NHRA drivers who have just won their first NHRA championship. Or this year. Well, not just for this year, but overall. In
0: general, yeah. Yeah, in
1: general. <laughs> Too much turkey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got that trip to fan.
1: That's right. To <laughs> um, J.R. Todd and Tanner Gray. Um, sorry we did not get our top fuel championship. If you all want Steve Torrance to be interviewed, can you please help me out? The man will not let me interview
0: him. I why does why. he not respond to us?
1: I don't know. He doesn't like me.
0: Steve, why don't you like us? Why don't you like talking to people that want to promote you and promote your opulence that's not the right word. That
1: is a big word, Chris.
0: <laughs> I got Look, I got that calendar. I, I got that did. 365 days of words. You have no clue what they mean. <laughs> and I could have swore opulence meant that he was good at something. I don't think that's what it means. <laughs> Reminds me of, uh, did you ever see The Princess Bride? Yes, I did. In Inigo Montoya? Oh, yeah. You keep using that word, but I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> His success, I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> and he won't respond to it. Steve. I'm calling you out right now. If you're a man of your word and you're a man of your cloth, if you're just a flat-out man, let us do an interview with you. Stop being a punk. (laughs) What? I said that with a straight face. Uh, Yes, you did. (laughs) Being a punk. Not calling my girl Ellen back. Her brother calls her ghetto booty.
1: (laughs) You didn't have to tell everybody that. Thanks.
0: But she literally is a rail. When she turns sideways, she disappears. (laughs) Okay. She ain't got no ghetto booty. So... (laughs) Steve, please call us back. But, no, we're excited to have J.R. Todd, Tanner Gray, on today's show. And I didn't get a chance to join you for the J.R. Todd interview. Tell me how that came about.
1: Oh, that was great. Um, J.R. and I have been old friends. Um, I ta- Those who have been following Behind the Wheel of the Feature Series for the last few years probably uh, read the feature story on Coletta Motorsports from mm-hmm. about, I guess it was two years ago, which surprises me. It feels like it's only been a few months ago. And so J.R. and I met, you know, At that point. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, when he won the Funny Car Championship, which I'll be honest, I was pulling for him a little bit. I am a Coletta Motorsports fan. Okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing. I I like being a Patriots fan. (laughs) So, of course, I kind of was pulling for him a little bit. Of course, I do have my other favorites in the Funny Car Series. It is my favorite division, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was excited to see him win it. So he has been trying for the last 26 years to get this kind of championship. So I'm very excited for him to finally get
0: it. Well, good. Yeah. Good for so, JR. I'm so sorry course, I missed the that. First,
1: you know, the first email I send him, I get a response back. So, hey, unlike some drivers I know.
0: You know, but when you're Ellen Richardson.
1: Oh, okay. I wouldn't go that far.
0: <laughs> people do respond to you because really. let me tell you, she is the gearhead. She's the queen. We love her. We know. She knows <laughs> know what she's talking her. about. I don't. I'm going to tell you right now. I, don't, I got family in racing, and I don't know what I'm talking about. But a great saying Always, 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 always. And my buddy, uh, Gray McCaskill, used to always tell me this. Often wrong, but never in doubt. That is how I live my life. I could convince you that the sky is green.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll believe that when I see it.
0: But, no, I am so proud to be able to work with, I'm thankful to be able to work with somebody like Ellen who knows so much Likewise. about this industry inside and out. So, uh, we're going to get to JR's interview here in just a little bit. Tell me a little bit about... You know, well, first of all, before we get to him, tell me a little bit about his win, about his championship.
1: Oh, he had to work so hard for it. Uh, the Funny Car Division, anybody who kept up NHRA season this year knows that the Funny Car Division was the one that was the most sought after. And the reason I say that is everybody knows that battle was the hardest. I mean, looking at the beginning of the season, everybody thought Courtney Force had it wrapped up Right. in beginning of the season. Then everything started falling downhill, and we got to the countdown to the championship. I mean, Nobody really knew who was going to pick up that championship championship, until we got to the last two or three races in the countdown. I mean, you know, I thought Ron Capps even had a shot at it again this year. Granted, he didn't win a whole lot of races, but when the countdown came down to it, he was picking up He was in the game. Yeah, Yeah, he he was was in in the the game. game. As always, he was in the game. So, And, you know, I'm also a Ron Capps fan, which he knows that. So (laughs) (laughs) I do tend to find him at the track. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm not what? a stalker. What you mean? Okay, I always goes, yeah, you
0: saw where I was going with that.
1: Yeah, I know. You thought I was a stalker.
0: Is you that why what? you had his T-shirt on yesterday? Oh, uh, well, you know. I thought <laughs> there was a Gronk T-shirt, and I was like, wait a minute, who is this guy? Oh, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So, no, so so JR is going to be coming up in just a few minutes. Yeah. Um I'm excited because this is the first time I get to hear the interview. I know Ellen does a great job, oh, but once again, far. she's not me.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not, and I tried to get Chris on the horn at the same time, but unfortunately, he doesn't answer the phone either.
0: <laughs> I, but you know what? This is true for everybody. Anybody yeah. that tries to call me, I don't answer. No, because I'm in demand, Ellen. Oh, whatever. I am so in demand.
1: Just tell Sherelle to stop calling you at the same time. I'm calling you.
0: Shaniqua don't live here no more.
1: <laughs> I said Sherelle. I thought she was the new one. If she I don't got know. A new flavor this week. Oh uh, I
0: not my, this not week, yeah, no, 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 because Brittany Forrest didn't text me back. So
1: <laughs> yeah, no, she couldn't call you. Cause you stalked her. You talk about me stalking? Oh, I have nothing on Chris and Brittany. Look. You she said to stop calling her. She know?
0: Did, no, she didn't. She said you have a nice voice and you look like a cross between Keanu Reeves.
1: She did not say that. And
0: Sloth from Goonies. <laughs> and I was like, she's hitting on me. She was. Anyway, we're going to take a brief break. When we come back right here, the interview Lily does with J.R. Todd. behind the wheel on RacingJunk.com. Hang on! Attention racers, race fans, and gearheads. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade the stuff that stokes your engine, then check out RacingJunk.com. RacingJunk.com is the world's number one online racing and performance classifieds where you'll find what you need to rock your ride. Check us out at RacingJunk.com. Racing and performance classifieds built to go fast. Welcome back to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. And here we go with Little E interviewing J.R. Todd. Take it away, Lily.
1: I'm giving you a call because, um, of course, you know, the championship just happened. Congratulations, by the way, on the Funny Car Championship. I'm very excited for you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was actually rooting for you over the last few races, so I'm really glad you won. That was um, I couldn't be at that final race, so I was just praying that you would get it, so.
2: (laughs) I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Well, I've been following your team for the last few years, and I know I've also been following your racing career a little bit. I know you started racing junior dragsters at the age of 10, and, you know, of course, here you are 26 years later, finally with a funny car championship, which is pretty impressive. When you started racing, did you ever dream of becoming an NHRA world champion?
2: Yeah, I mean, as a kid, when you're racing in your dragsters and like, go to the national events and you know watch people like Kenny Bernstein and John Force, I mean, you hope to uh, someday be competing at that level and and you know winning races and competing for championships. But do you ever think it's going to happen? No, not really. I mean, before that, I I dreamed of playing uh you know football at Notre Dame when I was playing pee football. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a a lifelong dream that uh, actually worked out.
1: That's awesome. I never knew you were into football.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Before before drag racing came along, like that, uh, that's what I was into, was football.
1: That's awesome. Why Notre Dame?
2: I mean, growing up as a kid in Indiana, it was like you were a Notre Dame football fan and an IU basketball fan for whatever reason. Like, both were really good at the time, and Notre Dame's actually finally good again, and I don't know. That's just uh, that's just how it was. But my my football career was short lived because once I got to high school, all my uh, all my friends grew and I stopped growing and I was well into uh, racing by then, so I was over it.
1: That's cool. Did your family race? And get you my into dad racing? used to race.
2: Oh. Yeah, he raced flat track motorcycles. You know, on 750 Harleys on you know half mile and mile dirt tracks, and mm-hmm. that's actually what I wanted to do was you know, go into racing like that. But uh because of injuries he had and and whatnot, they uh they thought it was way too dangerous, to even uh let me go that route. So we ended up uh getting a junior draxer with when NHRA came out with uh with those in ninety two.
1: Wow. So what does he think about you running funny car versus doing two wheel drag racing?
2: <laughs> I honestly like they always want to be on full wheels and you know all the safety stuff and what have you. And they, uh, they always push for, uh, for me to drive top fuel cars. So when I made the switch to funny car, they were a little leery about that and definitely uh, nervous. I think my mom is still really nervous about me driving a funny car, but uh, they're extremely uh, happy. And I think, I don't know, relieved, but uh, just not as nervous as they were uh, going into this deal.
1: Well, speaking of your deal, tell us a little bit about your opportunity for racing with Coletta Motorsports. How did that all come about?
2: It's uh, it's pretty wild how it all happened. I was actually with my parents here in Indy when I got a call from, from Connie on a Friday night. They were uh, racing in Vegas, and at the time, I was just racing part-time with Bob Vandergriff. We had run uh, the Gainesville event prior to that and was only going to run, I think, three or four races that year. Vegas wasn't one of them, so I was home with uh, with my parents watching uh, NCAA March Madness and get a call Friday night from Connie Collette asking if I, if I could fly to Las Vegas and take over driving his car on Saturday, and I didn't have to think twice about it. It, uh, it was a pretty pretty crazy turn of events. Went home, packed a bag, got a, about an hour of sleep, and went to the airport. Next thing I know, I'm in uh, Las Vegas qualifying uh, his top fuel car, and really can't thank him enough for, uh, for giving me that opportunity because, you know, I was pretty close to, uh, I felt like being at the end of, uh, my racing career, just things weren't working out sponsorship wise with different teams and a bank account was dried up and thought I was gonna have to go get a, a nine to five job just to, uh, you know, make ends meet. Basically when, uh, when it comes to that, like, you're giving up on your career because uh, you don't really have a choice and you got to be out there at the races where people can see that you still want to do it and, and what have you. And he gave me that opportunity to, uh, to drive again. And I told myself that uh, I was going to make the best of it. and Here we are today.
1: That's awesome. Well, I, after watching this season unfold, I would say that, you know, your championship above all the other series were probably the one that was the hardest to obtain. Probably the most challenging because you know the the points championship kept changing hands as the uh, countdown to the championship went on for Funny Car, where you know Top Fuel it was pretty obvious who was going to win. So tell us how you were able to pull off the ultimate win against um, Robert Height at the finals.
2: That was a uh, that was pretty stressful for me. I was trying to not to let it show and just keep focus on the mission at hand and uh, you know. Winning, winning rounds and uh, winning races. And going into uh, the countdown, I felt like that we had a really good car and could definitely uh, compete for uh, for a championship. And that was my goal at the beginning beginning of the season. Once the countdown of the championship started, be uh, top five in points. And we started off fifth and went to uh, Maple Grove and won the race and left with the points lead. So, and you know, at that point, I'm like, man, like this could really happen now. And it, uh, it definitely was not an easy path. I mean, Robert Hype, and those guys, they're a really tough team and uh, went to the next race in St. Louis and he won and crashed and broke his collarbone and comes back and wins the uh, the next race. And it was cool because, you know, we were, we were competing with him and going to the later rounds and going to the finals, but still losing points to him. Like, man, this is uh this is tough. We're going to have to catch some breaks now. If, uh, if we want to be able to pull this off and, that's the great thing about my team is they never get down and out. A lot of them are a bunch of new guys that never been in this position. I definitely never been in this position and, uh, they uh, worked work their butts off and the crew chiefs, John O and Todd Smith did a, a great job just maintain the tune up and race and racing smart. And they actually, you know, made my job easier where I could just focus on keeping that thing straight down the track and getting the best reaction times that I could. And, uh, it all it all worked out there in Pomona when uh, when Robert smoked the tires first round and when I saw that happen, he was the parent from us. That was instant relief. I just I couldn't wait to uh, get out and celebrate. But uh, we also maintained our focus and ended up winning the race there, which I thought was really cool. Well,
1: that's awesome. So, other than Robert, were there any other drivers that you felt could stop both you and your team from earning your sixth and most important win of the year?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, to me, the funny car class, top to bottom, is uh, extremely tough, and I think it's the most competitive class in uh, in our sport. I mean, that run that Courtney Force went on in the middle of summer, I thought for sure like, she was going to be there at the end battling for the championship, and it just shows that you got to get hot at the right time of the year, and that's what we did. And right there at the beginning of the countdown, Tim Wilkerson, he started getting hot, and uh, he was a really tough competitor as well, and, and Ron caps basically all the uh, Don Schumacher racing cars were uh, were really tough and I feel like it's only going to get uh, harder next year but I think that you know our team is going in the right direction with uh, with our teammate Sean Langdon and that's going to be another contender next year and it uh, it's not going to get any easier by any means and I, I think there's at least twelve or thirteen cars in our class that can go out there and uh, win uh, any race on any weekend.
1: Cool. Well speaking of next year you kind of briefly touched on that how do you how does your team you think is going to start preparing you for next year and do you feel that the absence of Jim Over I can never say his last name I call him Jimmy Over o. O. Think, I know <laughs> we all just I don't
2: like to call him yeah, by the way.
1: yeah how do you feel like Jimmy's absence is going to affect that you know do you think that you know any any of the teams have been affected? Because I know we were all definitely shocked to hear that he wasn't going to be with
2: Coletta anymore. Honestly, like, I I don't think it affected the group uh, as much as everybody thought it would because we have some uh, really smart, talented people there at uh, Coletta Motorsports and they all work together really well and want to see uh, everybody succeed. So it's like a big family atmosphere there and as far as next year, I mean, I, I don't feel like that we're really going to change uh, the way we approach this year. We made some uh, some changes in the middle of the year with our DHL car, and uh, it really showed promise. I feel like we're just going to try to uh, improve on that and, and make things better. I know we got uh, some new cars being built at the shop that are uh, probably going to make a little changes here and there, too, just to make our stuff better. And uh, eventually on down the road, we'll have a new uh, Toyota body in the works and looking forward to that. But more than anything, just going over all our parts and we'll have some new parts and pieces for 2019 that should make our stuff even better. And hopefully we can uh, get our draxers to where they can compete with uh, Steve Torrance and uh, those guys next year for a championship as well.
1: You think you're going to try to run top field again next year? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm not myself, but, uh, just, yeah, I, I mean, I want to see you know, Doug Coletta and Ricky in there at the end of the year in the countdown battle with those guys as well, as well as, uh, you know, Sean Langdon and funny car. I mean, he, uh, I feel like he did a really good job in his first season. And it, it kind of like reminded me of what, you know, I was a driver last year that you expect a lot of yourself. And it's frustrating when you don't see those results because it, driving a funny car coming from a dragster takes a whole different mindset it's a huge learning curve and it just uh you got to tell yourself to be patient it it takes time and i definitely expect him to uh win races and compete for a championship next year
1: so speaking of the future what are your future plans in drag racing or racing in general i mean you talked about how your dad raced on two wheels and of course you know you've got tanner gray who's going to get a nascar i was kind of shocked to see that too what are your future plans in racing? Do you think you're going to stick with what you've been doing and just keep going for championships in Funny Car, or do you think you might take a different route at some point? Uh,
2: I mean, it, as far as right now, I want to race that DHL Funny Car as long as I can for uh, Colorado Motorsports. It, it, in my opinion, that's the the best team in drag racing, and uh, I love being there, and I want to be there as long as they'll have me and win races and hopefully uh, more championships. But before it's all said and done, like, I'd kind of like to go back and, uh, and race top fuel and, and try to win a championship in, in that class as well.
1: All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about you and what you plan to do with your future in racing?
2: I think that's, that's about it. But like I said, my goal is just to uh, keep doing what we have been and, uh, and win races and win, uh, win championship. That's been the goal since I was a kid, and it's cool to uh, be uh, living out that goal right now.
1: Well, that was the only other thing I wanted to ask you as well, speaking of that. There's a lot of young gentlemen and young ladies that are trying to get up in the sport to the point where you are now and have dreams of having their own championship someday. What is your advice to them to becoming a champion in the NHRA?
2: Yeah, my goal is for uh, for those kids, especially racing backs is that set a goal for yourself, whether it's racing professionally or, you know, racing a, a sportsman car and, and winning just Set a goal for yourself and, and stick with it and don't give up because I'm for sure living proof that uh, those things can happen. And for me, it was just about surra- surrounding myself with, uh, you know, good people and kind of being at the right place at the right time and making the best of the uh, opportunities that were given to me.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you again for giving us a little bit of time today. And we'll definitely be back in touch and we'll be watching you next season. And good luck.
2: It sounds good. I, re- I really appreciate it
1: we well, go to the holidays and c- celebrate because you have every reason to. Congratulations!
0: <laughs> Thank you. We will. As usual, a woman talked too loud. Oh, shut up! <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. It I'm was kidding. a bit of an echo. I apologize. But no, that was great. Thank you. I mean, and and you could tell you guys have obviously communicated before. Yes. And he was giving you a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, once again, modest.
1: Well, our next driver, I believe, will probably be just as modest because the few times I've talked to him at track, he never wants to talk about what he's done. He wants to talk about how the competition is so
0: difficult. Yeah, and, you know, junior isn't the only young driver to earn his first 2018 NHRA World Championship this season. Mm-hmm. Ellen, who's great at booking these and getting these guys set up, we got another and the newest pro stock champion, Tanner Gray, who is now the youngest NHRA Mellow Yellow Drag Racing Series Season Champion. I mean, you talk about a young gun, a stud, who comes from a great lineage. Mm-hmm. He's cut from a great cloth. Yes, he is. The Gray family. Uh, but I know he's got a younger brother that's also trying to come up.
1: Yeah, he me- he's mentioned a little bit of something about him before and said that he's doing a little bit of stock car racing, which makes me wonder if that's why Tanner's kind of going in that di- direction
0: too. I'm interested to talk to him about why he's going to stock car. When he made that decision, but more importantly, what was it like knowing that you're going to do that and becoming world champ?
1: And does it make any difference in your future plans? Being, becoming the world champ versus just having a ho hum season? And do I really want to do what
0: I think I want to do? Well, and was family a part of it? Yeah. What did, was it him or was it the family? Was said, it look, man, answers? what was it? Because I mean, he's nineteen. I know. He said, do you, you knew what I was doing. when I was nineteen.
1: I wasn't doing. I it don't know because it was stupid. <laughs> Probably same here. I wasn't doing anything productive. <laughs> I can't remember what I did
0: yesterday.
1: <laughs> Much less nineteen.
0: And this guy is set up for greatness at nineteen. Exactly. I mean, so kudos to you, Ellen. Great interview with J.R. Todd. Thank you. Great getting it set up with Tanner Gray, who's coming up next. And uh, you know what? Let's see if we can go ahead and get him on the horn. Uh, let's see. You tell me a little bit about Tanner while I try to get this thing set up over here. Don't all mind right. the man behind the curtain. You, you,
1: you <laughs> all right, Oz.
0: And and by the way, I'm gonna polish off this uh adult beverage.
1: <laughs>
0: so all right, There's go for it. Wrong yeah. with him, y'all. I'm almost set to something get Tanner on the phone. Hang on, you go
1: ahead. <laughs> well, for those of you who've been following the NHRA season on Racing Junk, I'll know how much Tanner's been blowing um everybody's doors off this year. Um, there's been a lot of controversy between him and Eric Enders throughout the year. so We're going to be talking a little bit about that. Um, and also, he gave us all the shocking news this year that he's going to be leaving NHRA to go run NASCAR next year.
0: Boo.
1: So, <laughs> Chris and I are not exactly thrilled about this. Event, Boo. But
0: <laughs> That's a little B followed by a bunch of tiny O's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned to learn a little bit more about Tanner, how he pulled off the World Championship this year, and where he's going to be taking that future.
0: All right, so I think we got him ready to go. Excited to join us from Charlotte right yes. now, Tanner Gray, 19-year-old phenom. Uh, we talked about him just a few minutes ago, yes. but Tanner, thank you so much for joining the show, man. How's everything going tonight down in Charlotte?
3: It's going good, man. It's, it's, it's a little bit cold, uh, but uh, just hanging out in, inside the house and
0: relaxing. There you go. Well, as well you should be. Uh, we're going to get to that big accomplishment here in a second, but we're in between holidays Tell me, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Did you do anything special? Go visit family, or was everybody in town?
3: Uh, no, we actually, uh, well, we, we had like a Thanksgiving lunch, and then we went straight to um, uh, Southern National uh, Motorsports Park to uh, watch my little brother. He w- he was racing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we didn't get much of a day Thursday because we were traveling a little bit. But um, it was it was good though. It was it was fun.
0: Favorite food at the Thanksgiving table. What was it?
3: Mm, uh, I mean, I'm a ham kind of guy.
0: Okay. Did y'all get that spiral yeah, slice? i big... turkey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not a big turkey
3: guy.
0: And and ask me this, because nobody's been able to tell me that. Did y'all eat at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon? We ate at like 12. Okay. Yeah. 12 or 1. For some reason, on Thanksgiving, we always eat like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Somebody said, what the hell?
1: Yeah, that's weird. Uh my family wanted to eat it for and my husband and I sat in the living room and watched the end of a ball game and decided we'd eat after that. I think it was five thirty, maybe six before we ate
0: it. You <laughs> saw my Chicago Bears
1: We did. pull one out. We did, out against we the Detroit did. Lions. That was a great yeah. game, yes. Yeah.
0: It was a great See, game. Poor old Tanner. He didn't even get a chance to enjoy any of that stuff.
1: No, we I mean, didn't get to watch football.
0: No, because no, he that's had to go watch right. his little brother race.
1: Well, you gotta love that though.
0: But so did he's you definitely run? The... A
1: racing family.
0: Well yeah, well yeah. <laughs> but I mean I'm gonna tell you right now, having siblings. Did you rub anything in your brother's face? Oh, I don't know, maybe a recent accomplishment. <laughs>
3: no, not not really. Uh yeah, he he's doing good. He's just starting out. So uh he's got plenty of time to go in and do something like that. But um, Don't be modest, no, he ain't listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in all honesty, he he's really good. Um, really, really good. And uh, you know, I, I enjoy watching him. Uh, he's definitely going to be successful if, if he keeps going down the road that he's on. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, see how he develops and uh, see what he gets into because, uh, you know, like I said, he's definitely pretty good. He's he's probably uh, better than I was at that age. So, uh, wow. I oh, I don't know awesome. about all
1: that. Well, yeah. Southern National too. He's doing you know the stock car thing. We're <laughs> yeah. going to talk a little bit about. Yeah. And Tanner's doing something completely different, but he don't mentioned be something. Gears he mentioned soon. something huge. Yes.
0: He said he's still young. He is still young. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't Tanner the youngest?
1: He is the youngest NHRA world champion, yes. Pro Stock,
0: yes. He's being way too modest with his brother. I, he's throwing, I'd be throwing shade. Say, yeah, he was drooling when he saw me win that world championship.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I I, I am young in NHRA, but,
0: you know, in and really in
3: all the rest of the motor world, uh, I'm, I'm really not, you know, there's kids out there that are, uh, you know, 13 to 16, That, um, in all honesty, are probably better than half the people that are driving pro stock cars. So, wow. um, Maybe. yeah, so there, there's, uh, I'd, I'd say for sure. Um, uh, I know honest I mean, my little brother, I, I don't think we'd have a problem putting them in a pro stock car at 13 and, and getting them going up and down the track. know, um, there's just kids are so much more talented these days than I guess what maybe they used to be, or um, maybe everything's just so much more advanced. So it's allowing them to, you know, reach different limits at, at that age. But
1: I've always wondered about know. that because it does seem like talent is increasing in the younger ages. Of course, now that, you know, you're going to be going in a direction where they say you have to be, you know, 15, 16 years old and already be rising through the ranks to get anywhere. And honestly, if you think about it back in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, no, that that did not exist. You didn't have these They didn't even allow it. No. And now. You're, yeah, no, not at, at least, all. No, I mean, you had your junior dragsters back then, but you didn't have the upper echelons letting a lot of these kids in, which forgive my word, kids. I mean, but these young drivers in. Doing you know some of these things that they're doing nowadays.
0: You didn't have kids in the big rigs. No, you, didn't.
1: you really yeah. you really didn't, and now you're seeing it all over the place, even in an HRA, less so in an HRA than you know, the NASCAR world, but you are seeing it in an HRA as well, and especially stuff like the pro stocks. Which honestly, I mean, Tanner, you're the one that obviously you know you are the youngest, but a lot of the people that have still been accomplishing something in the pro stock division that I've seen over the last few years have been around my age or older.
0: Right, Which 24. They,
1: they might not act like it, but...
0: Right, 25,
1: uh-huh. Yeah, you wish. I wish. <laughs> I wish, actually. I really wish. I'm, I'm way past that. Uh-huh.
0: But, Tanner, tell us a little bit about that. How does that feel? Because, I mean, think about it. That wasn't that long ago Mm-mm. that... And, and I hate using the term kids because it almost sounds derogatory a little bit. Yeah. You know, you're the youngest NHRA Mellow Yellow Drag Racing Series champion mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about yeah. how good the younger kids are. What does that feel like in your head knowing that and how does it feel saying the term kid?
3: I mean, I don't know. I mean there's you know, in the in the like I said, in the racing that I came from, um, you know, I'm really not that young. Mm-hmm. Um, for the sport I'm actually getting kinda of to where um you know, I might be a little bit older to be starting what I'm doing, but um making- in drag racing, you know, everybody really like, he's I think I, mean, I think the youngest person <laughs> besides me would be uh in in Pro Stock would probably be Vincent. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like twenty eight. So yeah. um you know, it's just it's just two different worlds, but uh it felt great to win it. Um, you know, it was, it was definitely pretty cool to um you know, be the youngest and uh, you know, to be out there for you know a short period of time and and kind of uh you know show off what we had like we did right. um you know it was pretty cool but you know the only thing that's not aggravating or anything like that but maybe that sucks for other people is is that you know it, it might it's probably gonna be a long time before you see someone younger than me uh go out there and win unless an a trade you know changes some of the the rules on the classes which i really don't think will happen um you know my birthday actually hit perfect to where I was able to, to be in a pro stock car at 17. And, um, you know, so that allowed for me to have a little bit of an advantage on other people. But, you know, I, I hope NHRA maybe is able to do something different and, and allow other kids to, to get out there and, um, you know, show off what they have because, uh, you know, there's definitely other kids that are absolutely capable of doing it. They just, um, yeah, you know, don't really have that
0: uh,
3: option yet. So yeah. hopefully, any uh, trail make some adjustments there.
0: So, what do you think kind of contributed to that success? Because I mean, just just a couple of years ago, last year you won mm-hmm. the Auto Club Road to the Future Award. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now the youngest champion. Exactly. The granted family uh, side, but I mean, just what contributed? To just that being in good equipment. Yeah,
3: you know, equipment is everything anymore in racing. Um, you know, there's a especially in drag racing it it's more equipment than driver most of the time um
4: Sometimes.
3: you know i mean there was there was definitely some some races that um you know i won for them but there was probably more races that they won for me uh, than anything so uh you know they just had really good equipment and um you know had some lucky races and you know we just worked together really well on sunday um you know that's that's really what you know it came down to
1: you talk about working well together. You're, you're one of the few drivers in that division and other divisions other than, you know, like the force racing division, which everybody knows, that still races for a family race team. Now, you know, I put the forces aside because, yes, it is a family race team, but it's a conglomerate if you really think about it, where your team, right. your team is a strictly family race team. How did you mm-hmm. all put together such powerful equipment? Because I can tell you that last year when I talked to Bo after he won his championship – Asked him who was one of the drivers he was most afraid of, and your name came
3: up. Yeah, um, you know, uh, you know, my dad was obviously uh, really good in a pro stock car. Dave was obviously really good in a pro stock car, and uh, you know, we we hired the right people. Um, You know, it took a, a long time to find those people, and even when we did find those people, it took some time for everybody to. Uh, you know, for everything to kind of gel together and and start working the way that it needed to. Um, And, you know, just I happened to hop in the car at the right time. And, uh, you know, Dave was making good calls. And, uh, you know, luckily when I got in, I was able to let the clutch pedal out all right. And uh, just it made for a a really good combination. And, uh, you know, we just had a really good two years. Uh, But, you know, I think it really comes down to just having good equipment, you know, if you, if you don't have good equipment, then, um, you're not going to go anywhere. I mean, look at Erica. She, um, you know, she really didn't have good equipment at all until she went to Nazi and, uh, she got good equipment there and then started winning some races and you kind of started seeing, um, you know, a little bit of the talent that she had. And then, um,
0: and then she went
3: to elite and they obviously did well over there. So, um, you know, like I said, it just comes down to having good equipment.
0: We were talking to Racing Phenom, the talented Tanner Gray. Tanner, have you ever thought what it would be like to maybe race outside the family? I
3: mean, yeah. I mean, that, you know, that's I guess that's one the ultimate goal one day. Um, you know, I don't want to have to rely on my grandpa to – you know fund my career right. you know it's, it's a lot of money to um uh, you know ask him for Yeah. and uh you, know, you can only do it for so long so you know, you know the goal is to to you know have him uh support us you know early on and hopefully we can get out and, and win races and do good and, and maybe um you know someone will take interest but uh um, you know it's it's tough in this day and age to uh to do that but uh you know that's that's the goal and that's what we're working for
0: talk to me a little bit about your goals what are you looking forward to doing in the future
3: yeah so uh i'm gonna go and run some uh, nascar K and stuff um part-time arca Who? and then nascar
0: what was that yeah he's, what is, going, yeah, yeah
1: he's going stock car what, is, what
0: is nascar what
1: is, is oh no <laughs> that?
0: is that that stuff that comes on sunday my cousins <laughs> do is that what that is watch. oh that stuff i used to that's watch right. yeah okay <laughs> But, yeah, uh, Tanner's going to be that? stepping and...
1: out of his drag racing machine to go stock car racing.
0: See, now, with young talent like that, mm-hmm. I know we don't talk about it's taboo. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. That's what that industry needs. It needs a breath well, of fresh air with a lot talent. of
1: young drivers, though, that are yeah. coming up. But the thing is, I think that will stand out among t- around Tanner. Yes, he has a family who's helped fund his team and that kind of thing in the past. But th- the thing is, is... He doesn't just have... He's not going to be paying the rent ride program. A lot of people mm-hmm. these days, Tanner, I don't know if you've heard it yet, you will once you're really fully immersed in the NASCAR world, and I've actually been on the whole tour with the k series when Kyle Larson won his championship. Um, they actually call it the Rich Kids um, Racing Program, and yep. the reason they do that is some of the kids that run in this series, you're going to see it, is they rent a ride, they pay a lot of money to yeah. rent a <clears> ride, <throat> and they run around the track and a lot of them don't have talent where I think but they they're got good a lot hair.
0: Different.
1: Oh yeah. Some of them have pretty hair. They got good way hair. too much product. <laughs> yeah. Way too much.
0: Product. They got that bush boy hair. Oh
1: God. Start. No, Kyle cut all his off.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I guess they have that Harvick hair or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: It looks like a $10 or whatever.
0: I mean, that's, that, that's, that's gotta be exciting. Um, but Tanner, I gotta tell you, man, with all the success you've had, uh, elsewhere, and don't take offense to this, but are you sure? Right now is the time to be making that jump.
3: Yeah, you know, absolutely. That one hundred percent. You know, like we were talking about earlier. There's, you know, different. You know, we we're talking about how I was, you know, the younger one in HRA. Who, in every other recent industry, I'm I'm really not that young. Um, you know, I'm really not old, but um,
0: you know, I'll, I'll get there quick. The more and, uh, old he calls
1: himself, the more I keep
0: thinking I need to go call a nursing home for myself. I mean, I, he's yeah, making me—you know—I'm really, I'm really not that young, you know. Here I am, nineteen; I can't legally buy beer yet. But
3: it's, well, well, no, you're not. I mean, you, you look at you look at people like William Byron, and stuff. that's he's, true. Yeah, you know, my age running in cup, uh, that's true. and and doing well. Um, you know, you look at a lot of people. Kyle Larson is only 24, and he's four seasons in. So you know, he was. You know, in it at twenty. Um,
1: he
0: was nineteen the day I met him. Right. Twenty two weeks later. So. Right. Yep. It, and, so. And April fifteenth, he'll be twenty. So.
3: Yeah. So. Um. You know, that's that's what I'm saying is, you know, compared to that, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit behind the eight ball, um, but. Yeah. You know, that's that's why I think it's important to make the jump right now.
0: You know, you're not a spring uh, you know, chicken anymore, Tanner. you got to get on yeah, the ball they, now.
3: <laughs> exactly. I mean, any trade, just they don't uh, – it, it, you can still come back and, and, and you know, be 25 to 30. You could be 45. Yeah, and, and race well. <laughs> well, what, John's down uh, you know, like, 70, right?
0: So, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I you mean, do get
3: that opportunity over there. So I'm
0: sitting that's here true. thinking, that's okay, it. it's, it's kind of like talking to a runway model, 19. Yeah. You might have aged out.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, <it's> kinda... <laughs> he is pretty. Yeah. Oh, he could even go that direction. Do you ever want to do that? You are pretty. You could do that.
0: See, and that's the thing. Okay, see, and that's <laughs> the thing. About that. The good-looking people that are successful, he's going to get the endorsement deal. Right, that's true. Sponsors you know, will love it. He's going to get the sponsorship. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to bring this up about your slow start to the season. Well, yeah. Because he is the good-looking kid. Yeah. Did the looks help with that slow start to the season? (laughs) Oh, my God,
3: I mean, I don't know about that, but, um, you know, it's definitely not not the start we were looking for.
0: How did you find the momentum to go from that to, boom, world champ?
3: Uh, We did a lot of testing, uh, a lot of of testing (laughs) to where I was just like, man, I don't want to show up. But, um, no, it was, it was it was good. It was worth it. Um, you know, for a while we were testing pretty much every week and, um, you know, making a ton of runs in the car. And um, Anybody who's ever gone out to a uh, test uh, knows that, you know, it's really not that much fun. Right?
0: Um, yeah, I was going to say, what was the it big was change big, that came out of the test? I mean, what did you find that was like, crap, we should have been doing this all along?
3: Uh, just different tune-up stuff, different, you know, spots to, to run the four-link bars. Just, I mean, just a, a lot of different stuff. Um, but we just found a, a more efficient way to run the car. and um, You know, there in Gadesville, we, we ran okay. We got kind of lucky and won that race. Um, you know, we shook in the semis, and uh, Vincent happened to shake, too, and I was able to just get it to the other end a little bit better than he was that round. Um, and then, you know, after that, we just... Kept kept inching away at it and, and kept working, uh, you know, ended up working out in our favor. So, um, yeah, I mean, just testing and a, and a bunch of different uh, changes on the car and, you know, everybody just keeping their head down. And, and uh, you know, they kept grinding and, uh, you know, just really worked
2: out well.
1: I think that happens to a lot of drivers because I know, honestly, Funny Car, much as I love JR and I'm so excited for him because I'm a huge, um, you know, fan of his entire team. Um, I was actually thinking if you were to watch from kind of like the second or third race on to a little after the middle of the season. Honestly, I thought Courtney Force had it. There was right. no way anybody was going to catch her. J.R. said the same thing. He didn't think he was going to catch her. Right. And then towards the end of the season, everything started falling apart. Even though their cars were exploding left and right for Force Racing, yeah, right? <laughs> that was strange. But I honestly
4: thought, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I don't know about all that. I, it was very strange. But, you know, after a while, you know, she was doing so well and then all of a sudden towards the end of the season it's like she just hit this
4: hit a like wall. downhill
1: slide. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the beginning of the NHRA season really never does paint the picture of who's gonna be the champion. Right. Because like I said, last year it all looked like Tanner. Right. It all I mean, every driver, even even Greg Anderson told me he thought Tanner had it.
0: Well and, and Tanner's being very modest. Yeah. He's being extremely <laughs> modest. Yeah. He's not poking on how strong he is, how good he is. I mean, dude, you talk about mental toughness mm-hmm. with how things started to how things finished. And Ellen touched on some of the drivers that you had to overcome. Did any of that sink into your mind at some point and say, oh, man, I'm not going to catch one, two, and three? What drivers came to mind if that happened?
1: I know one of them because he talked about her a lot this season. Right. <laughs>
3: uh, I mean, you know, they're from um, a little bit. Judge obviously looks really good. Um, You know, to be honest, I was never really too worried about Erica, just because um, I just really enjoyed racing her. I mean, it,
0: I never, let's just say it, I mean, say it out loud. She Taylor. was obviously she, she's a female.
3: She's obviously <laughs> really good on the starting line, she's but I really felt I, I feel like I'm better. So Yes um, get you know, it, boy. That's right, really, you go, boy. <laughs> As we all are. <laughs>
0: what? No, I mean, I just I, I wasn't. I was,
3: you know, almost got more confidence when I went up to race her. So um you know, it was a lot of fun and. Um, but you know Jag is is someone who I've looked up to as a kid um you know watching Pro Stock and so you know go up there and race him uh, you know at times I'd, I'd get a little bit nervous or right. you know I'd know that you know I have to be really good in order to uh to win and uh, you know everything just really worked out in our favor this year you know sometimes uh you just have those those races and um you know obviously this year was that one of those years where everything just kind of plays into your favor, and, and you don't feel like you can really do any wrong. So, um, you know, it worked out good.
0: Go. What about Bo? I didn't hear him mention Bo. Yeah, well. I, I don't.
3: But Bo struggled up on the starting line, so. yeah uh, no, it. Like, Bo was
1: actually more scared of him because he said every time Tanner it. lined up to him, he's like, oh,
0: God. He's so <laughs> modest and he's so nice. I'd be like, Bo? Yeah, I didn't see him as a threat. <laughs> I just oh, want no, to hear him Bo, say so Bo good. Bo get
1: mad at us. I like Bo. I like Bo nice too, guy.
0: but who's the world champ? <laughs>
1: Tanner.
0: I mean, look, Rick Flair did interviews different when he was the world champ than when he wasn't. That's true. I'm just saying. That's true. He can grow the long hair right now and do the woo if he wants to because Tanner's got 100%. <laughs> By the way, Tanner, you might be a little bit young. Rick Flair was a oh, yeah, wrestler. Might not know who that is. Yeah. You know, who who was great in like the seventies no, when he was your great dad days. was born. Christ nineteen. God. And I'm old. I'm a little bit long in the tooth when it comes to some of this stuff. Not really concerned about stock cars because I've been doing it since I was eight.
3: <laughs> no, I mean uh, you know, I know a little bit of who he is, and I know there's a, a few modern day rap songs named after him,
0: but uh, <laughs> Freaking I do love you, man. I, don't know. Freaking I don't know. love you. I don't know a whole lot. <laughs>
1: That's funny.
0: <laughs> Once again, we are talking to Tanner Gray here on Behind the Wheel Racing Um, Tanner, did growing up in a racing family. I mean, obviously that had some influence. But was there anything else besides racing that you wanted to do?
3: Uh I mean, there for a little bit um, you know, I, I played golf for a little bit and, uh, was really, really serious into that. What was your
0: handicap? Um, hell, I don't know. He don't know. Uh, I wasn't that, if, I if he, wasn't that serious. If he comes back less than 10, I'm going to cut him. When I say him, I'm going to cut him. I'm <laughs> no, going to cut him I low. Mean,
3: I was, I was, able, I was able to, like, on, I never really got, like, when I say serious, like, I was going to like Florida and getting lessons from coaches and stuff like that. Oh. But, um, I mean, like, I, to be honest with you, I don't have like a, a legit number of work. To give you. I, I shoot like low 80s for, for a little bit and then got to like some high to mid 70s on occasion. Par is 72. And, uh, I don't know. I don't like yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything
1: about I golf. Mean, you hit the ball, it goes in a hole. That's what I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've
3: done that. Like, it was just I was so like hit and miss and uh-huh. really inconsistent. Oh yeah, and that's yeah, why I, yeah. That's why
0: I quit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because high seventies <laughs> is horrible. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: But uh, I was just like, man, I'm getting too mad, so so I'm so gonna golf, go back to
0: racing a little bit better. You know what? I get mad at golf every day, and I shoot in the high one hundreds. And I played one time in a Pro-Am, the Jimmy V Classic, with a, oh, with yeah. a tremendous golfer. I'm not going to call him out by name. He
1: probably called you out, though. Oh, he
0: called me out a lot. <laughs> and the best lesson, life lesson I ever got was from this gentleman. Uh, we were on the seventh hole, and I was just doing horrible. I had shanked a shot into the woods, and I was just getting mad, and I start banging my club on the ground. <laughs> I was just frustrated. Nothing can calm me down. He just looks at me and goes, why are you getting mad? <laughs> You're not good if you were good and doing this bad you could get mad but you're not good so don't get mad yeah, I mean, when you're not that good there's definitely some truth to that you know what a life lesson of soul crushing that is <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I bet that's definitely not what you wanted to hear at the time. Well, and that's something you'll probably never hear, my man, because, I mean, you're crushing it now as it is.
1: Well, if he's that good at pro stock, that so. good at golf, I mean, God, maybe he's going to take down Kyle
0: Larson. <laughs> he's I hope take so. The rest
1: stuff down the Cup
0: Series. I tell you what, maybe man. Maybe you can bring I, it
1: back to life because it's dying anyway. Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, I fully expect to see you crush the stock car. Are you planning on coming back to drag anytime? That's, I hope
1: not. Really? Um, you don't ever want to nah. drag race again? Are you serious? Okay, fans, you're yeah, right, hearing that first here. Oh, my God.
0: Hang on. I want to I wanna go I'm back. I'm good.
1: I'm really depressed about that right now because he's one of the better drivers out there. That would be not good for the NHR. But
0: at the same time, he's going out on top.
1: That's true. But at the same time, pro stock's falling apart anyway. can he come back and do something else? I mean, they've got the factory sh- uh, shutdown series coming up. I mean, you yeah. know, everybody seems to be heading Sponsors that direction. Sponsors are pulling out. Well, I mean, sponsors are pulling out of NAS-
0: NASCAR like left, and, left right. and right. Yeah, I mean, is and and Tanner, is that why you don't want to come back because you got the world championship and you're like, I'm I'm good. I don't need another.
3: No, I mean, we we made the decision at the beginning beginning of this year that you know I was done. So it just kind of made it you know that much better to uh, to be able to win it. But um, no, I mean, just you know, like I told you guys, you know, I'm still young but it's getting close to that time to where it's gonna to be too late for me to to go out and, and try yeah. to have a su- successful stock career. So uh you know I kinda of needed to you know act now and um, go do that and then uh, you know just kinda of was yeah, you know, I don't know, just any trade doesn't give Pro Stock the the uh, coverage and the credit. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't deserve, give it the glory so.
4: it deserves. It not
3: doesn't no. not even, yeah. It really so doesn't. I mean I was just there's no point in me coming back if they're not going to uh, do okay. that. You know, I, I know my family was over overfooting the bill and, and not getting any return out of it. And, uh, oh, you once he gets an Oscar, you think that's
1: bad.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Boy, it's a love but, me, uh, hate me every day on that damn
1: circuit. They only put uh, the yeah, bill no, for a while.
0: For well, Tanner, I mean, we've got to tell you, that's, that's bittersweet. It is. Um, I'm so proud of you for the accomplishment.
1: I'm holding out hope made. you're going to come back to Drag Race someday.
0: I I'll think you will. You know, what? it'll be like a superstar weekend where they'll have like, you know, all these greats, and he'll be the he'll be yes. old by then. He'll oh. be like 23, <laughs> and
1: yeah, he'll be 25. He'll be really yeah,
0: <laughs> and you know, it'll be like a superstar all star drag series, you know, yeah. and you know, jumping out of the stock car, everybody welcome Tanner Gray, and, you know, and it's like, oh, people, did he ever did he drag race? <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be it, it'll be one of those. They'll wave and you just get that slow clap. <laughs> no doubt, right? Dude, I'm rusty so. Here now. <laughs> <laughs> know, I'm so excited to see that. All right, so with that yeah. being said, for um, I don't even really want to say the young guys, but for the young guys and for gals the five
1: year olds out there that are trying to
0: do this. <laughs> that, that are trying to get into it, what's your advice for them? Oh.
3: You know, I guess just, you know, make sure make sure that uh, you, you put yourself in, in good situations and, um, you know, try to stay out of trouble, obviously. Um, but, yeah, just, I mean, the biggest thing is just staying focused and, um, you know, work hard at it and, um, you know, if that's what you want to do, then just don't give up on it.
0: Awesome. So he's a good-looking kid, successful kid, smart kid, mm-hmm. got a lot of polish he's going to have some success outside so. of racing. Yes. So Tanner, I have to ask this one as we wrap up here, <clears throat> what sponsorships and endorsements would you like to see yourself doing in the future? And yes, hair products can be part of that. <laughs> oh, man, I don't
3: know. That's a tough question. Um, Cause I totally you know, see I you. I guess anybody who, uh, who,
0: you know, take the,
3: the chance on, um, uh, you know, support me. Um, I wouldn't be picky.
0: <laughs> there's, but, but there's got to be some groups that you'd love to see sponsor you. Because man, I'm gonna tell you now, if I, I had mean, a business, the way you carry yourself, I'd pick you up in a heartbeat.
3: Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, being sponsored by like Nike or something would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I like to wear Converse, and Converse or
0: with Nike now.
3: Uh, and Chuck no, I, like, I, I, I like to work. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's I work I'm out by those so are. Their, their stuff would be pretty cool to you know just be able to to get but um yeah as far as like big times you know companies that would be sponsored um whew. hard to think
1: of you, you got many choices he
0: could kill the
3: Gronk yeah I mean tide I, like I said I'd be good with anything I mean I'm, anybody who's going to, to take that chance know, but, can't
1: but it's fun watching Gronk put the tide
3: well, body yeah on. because he's
0: half shirtless and he looks like a freaking Cro-Magnon right off the evolution of man chart you get somebody like tanner young energetic and so the handsome. Of he would, some of those ma- NFL tactical commercials
1: are stupid yeah
0: <laughs> so 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 yeah. no like shots at oh i could do sprite better than lebron Sprite? Really? no no can no, no. come up with <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't know about
3: that that would be pretty <laughs> the Really?
0: take it hey if you are gonna shoot the king Give that a hit the King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I tell you, he could do something like, you know, the umbrella, whatever, the big sports equipment, the umbrella, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. The, uh, I mean, tires. Yeah. Yeah, just don't do the Good. cheesy stuff like yeah. these NASCAR drivers do. <laughs> I use Haviland because it's great. Oh, my
4: God. <laughs>
0: give me personality, man. I mean, you got a you got great gift of gab. As if I like the cut of your jib
1: not know, what, the word is. No, he know what that word is. not know what that
0: word is. Ellen's making me feel older and older by the day. <laughs> well, Tanner, before we go, how do people follow you? How do people find you? And where can we see you uh,
3: next? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously you can uh, go to graymotorsports.com um, and, and check us out. Um, my Instagram is TannerGray15. Uh, and then my Twitter is TannerGray5. So.
0: Now, why the difference between the 5 and the 15?
3: Uh someone already taken Tanner Gray fifteen on Twitter. What a squatter. I just squatter. had to cut one number out.
0: What a squatter. Okay, well don't follow that bum. Follow the real Tanner Gray <laughs> okay. five at Twitter. I have a Twitter, I'm gonna go follow you. <laughs> cool. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Tanner. We appreciate you um, coming on tonight. Yeah, I know you. that you've got a busy schedule, so thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Oh, and uh, before we go, anything you want for Christmas?
1: Stop Dor.
3: Oh, <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. I, I like shops. I
3: don't know. I'd, I'd have to sit down and check it out.
0: Nice. I am so proud yeah. of this kid. He's so polished. He's so know, good. Right? He's so nice. I, I would be such an evil brat.
1: <laughs> You'd be Kyle Bush. Oh,
0: um, I would. I'd be Kyle <laughs> Bush. <laughs> Just
1: don't be like him, please. If you get up to the cup series, please don't act like him, please. Yeah. Be willing to walk down a quarter. You know what it was like. Two blocks, be willing to walk two blocks from an autograph session to the track yeah. instead of w- waiting an hour on a golf cart when you're supposed to be somewhere. When you're supposed to be somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you guys, you got a world of opportunity ahead of you. Yes. We are so proud of you. We're excited for you. Yes. Can't wait to see where the future takes you. I mean, I know it's going to be great. Uh, and please keep in touch with us. We're looking forward to hearing from you again very soon. Yes.
3: Will do. Thank you, guys.
0: Sandra Gray. Thanks for joining Thank us, Sandra. I am so proud. Of that little man right there. I
1: know he's incredible. I mean, I can't believe he hasn't won a championship before now.
0: Well, he's nineteen.
1: I know, but I mean, he's been blowing away all the pro stocks, you know, drivers for the last few years.
0: But it, you know, he he talks about being nineteen and being, you know, old. oh, I'm still long into the tooth. No, you're I know. not.
1: I know. He made me feel like I'm about ninety-five.
0: <laughs> I was like, dude, I need to
1: be in a nursing home. Compared to <laughs> the way he's calling old. I mean, I'm just like, maybe I need to be in assisted living. Maybe that's what's wrong with
0: me. You're twenty.
1: I wish I was 25. Seven. <laughs> I haven't seen 25 in a long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, we definitely want to thank Tanner Gray yes. for joining us. Uh, I'm a, I do not like the fact that he's going to stock car. I get it. Uh, I dig it. That's where everybody to wants to go. I, Look, it's, there it's were the a Pro lot League. of us.
1: There were a lot of our fans that were shocked by that you know, announcement when he made it towards the end of the
0: season. Yeah, back in September. Yeah. But he said they made the decision before the season began. Yeah. So he knew going in.
4: Yeah, that this was going to be
0: his final season. But I give him credit for pushing that slow start and then pushing to win at the end of the season, knowing the whole time I'm not going to be here next year. Exactly.
1: I mean, uh, I get what he's trying to do. Uh, I get that he wants to try something different, and mm-hmm. I'm all for that. And obviously he thinks he's getting too old to try it at any
0: other Yeah, <laughs> At age. 19. Jesus.
1: Oh, Where is this world going to? But at the same time, I mean, you know, you, you folks, you know, chime in. We would love to get some input, feedback from you all. I mean.
0: Is Tanner too young to go to stock car? Should he stay with drag racing?
1: I mean, I don't think he's too young to go to stock car. What I'm thinking is, is this the right move? Is NASCAR really dead in the water? Mm-hmm. Is there anything left of NASCAR? I mean, did Brian France really decide to get drunk and drive because he really knows that his career's over? I mean, <laughs> was that our official wow. sign that NASCAR is dead? I mean, i just, I'm so sorry. I probably shouldn't say that. You can send complaints
0: to Ellen Richardson. <laughs> wow. No, you know what? I stand behind that. I stand behind that. I'm, I'm sorry. with you on that one, I've belittle-ly. been seeing
1: it plummet for years, and I just yeah. don't see it taking any other more skyrocketing moves right now. I really don't. I hate to say it. I'm sorry.
0: They they for got those to change. NASCAR
1: fans out there, forgive me.
0: They got to change something, but you know what? The NASCAR fans, the true NASCAR fans, would be like, "You're right. Yeah. Look, we enjoy it for what I it is. I used to love NASCAR. I did too. And My now family's I could care
1: in it. I know, and I, now I could care less.
0: So I'm, but I'm proud of these young guys that are starting the drag race, that are starting, yes. you know, in the midgets, that are starting on the. I'm dirt proud tracks. of Tanner
1: to go in a different direction. Hey, yeah. why not take on a new challenge? Because some of these drag racers, that's all they do.
0: And maybe he's.
1: That's all it is.
0: Maybe much like Bubba Wallace. Yes. He's one of the ones that could bring some more much needed different eyes to the sport. Yeah,
1: maybe he'll be the one that saves it. Hey, he's done great for the pro stocks. Maybe he'll save NASCAR.
0: You're gonna love this term. Okay. That can perpetuate the change.
1: Oh God, I hate that word. I don't know why. I just hate that word.
0: That's a quarter word. (laughs) Uh, Ah yeah. uh, (laughs) Ah yeah. I saw it on the inside of a Snapple cap. What you got now? Yeah. I don't did know what it means. you
1: get your vocabulary told paper this week?
0: I did. You did. I, I did. I was. It's on one of them calendars, 365 days of words. You don't weeks. know what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, to make yourself not sound like a South Boston Redneck, <laughs> I got that calendar. Because only we get it. did it.
1: Of course you did. Oh, it was.
0: I don't even know what that word means. It means <laughs> growing something in the ground, I think. Or a fungus, I, I think. fungus. <laughs> so, you got something special.
1: Well, possibly, y- possibly, possibly, possibly. We do have some um, additional drivers coming up. So if, for those of you who al- enjoy a little bit of off-road racing, make sure you tune in to the next Behind the Wheel. we got somebody special coming
0: up. Which will be before the Christmas holiday.
1: That, we're we're going to do our best. Let's not make any promises. We're, okay, Chris, we're going to try. Chris's schedule is weird.
0: <laughs> so we're going to wish you well. I'm in demand.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's
0: just call it what it is. When you look like this.
1: Tell Charmaine to quit calling you. Tell her I need you every once in a while, too.
0: You sound like this.
1: Oh, God, whatever.
0: <laughs> and you are this. Oh, my God. The demand is high. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but from all of us to most of you, we want to wish you a very happy, safe, wonderful holiday. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, Merry Hanukkah. Christmas. happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. <laughs> His
1: computer's making noises. Sorry.
0: All this good stuff. We do. We, we hope you guys <laughs> yes. have a wonderful, safe holiday. Thank you so much for supporting us. Be sure to tune in for the next podcast. We're going to try to get it to you before Christmas. Ellen Richardson is phenomenal when it comes to setting up these interviews and getting people, and she is so knowledgeable and such a gearhead. I am so blessed to be able to work with such a wonderful creature. And my Christmas wish is she would just be a little bit more like me. Oh, my God. And
1: I don't want that wish to come true.
0: (laughs) Would not be a Patriots fan.
1: Oh, that ain't never going to happen.
0: Sorry. And... We're excited. Unless what...
1: they drop Gronk and he goes to Chicago, you get to like...
0: say <laughs> Oh, is that it? Is that what it would take for me to get that, Gronk in Chicago? Yeah. That's what it would take That's me to not. Take, You'd yep. still like the Patriots.
1: I'd have to follow Gronk, but yeah. I'd Your still quarterback
0: wears Ugg boots.
1: Oh, whatever. He wore one top.
0: Yeah. You boys out there, y'all know what I'm talking about. You drive a 4x4, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Man wearing Ugg boots. What the hell? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Yes.
1: Happy Holidays. Have
0: Thank you so much. Be sure to follow us, racingjunk.com. And for Lily, Ellen Richardson, I'm Chris Young. Have a wonderful and safe holiday. See you next time right here on Behind the Wheel.